Hello, monsters. My name is Jane Judge. Welcome to Monsters University, a homebrew tabletop role-playing game hosted live at twitch.tv slash janejudge. Enjoy this silly role-playing game with me and my friends. Ghouls and ghosts. Um, welcome to session two of Monsters University. Uh, all right, everyone, show me your evil laugh. <laughs> all right, that's the energy we got for tonight. Um, this is a kind of homebrew, horny D&D-ish game where we're going to be playing monsters, going to Monsters University, solving monster problems, and hopefully attending a monster orgy. Which is a great moment to remind everybody that if you are under 18, don't watch this. This is an adults-only stream, so no kids, please. Uh, Some content warnings. We're going to be sexy monsters. We're going to do murders. We're going to do some romance, some intrigue, some body horror, some charming, some mesmerizing, some drugs and alcohol, all the good stuff. Um, And for tonight, here are my wonderful, illustrious players. Div, playing Bender. Uh, Div bugs over here. Dominique Delirium playing Evelyn. We've got Ricky Rails playing Chasworth. And we've got Violet October playing Lily. And Cassie Cummings playing Kimmy. Get cheeky with it, y'all. <laughs> All right. So let's get started, I guess. <clears throat> oh, I should do a recap of what happened last time. Okay. Last time we solved a murder, we discovered. Um, that two of the RAs had been dating the new guy. Uh, his name was, oh, crap, I should have everyone's names up, huh? His name was... Lord Grivalt. Lord yep. yeah. Grivalt Nindar. That's right. Um, and they had been dating two of the RAs, and um, the RAs were rumored to have killed him and taken the body away in a getaway car to his very rich and wealthy fancy mansion. And we had discovered that they had uh, basically organized a CNC scene, a consenting non-consent, where he wanted to get murdered. Um, and he's a lich. So hopefully we'll be meeting his undead self again today in today's episode. Did I miss anything yet? No, I just love so much that we like caught on to that as a group. Like, hang on, wait, that kind of <laughs> sounds hot. I did think it might take another minute, but y'all figure that one out real quick. <laughs> So today we're actually going to start, uh, you guys were all headed to the, uh, the mansion um, where the events have supposedly taken place, but today we're actually going to start in the graveyard. I'm going to take you there. So here we are in the cemetery and you all see, well, the only person who is actually going to be here is Lily Bat, our resident succubus. Do you want to tell us what you look like, Lily? Oh, we can't hear you. I forgot to hit push to talk, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I have my curly hair, my red horns, pink crop top with a little heart, and sparkly red pants and little red pumps. I think they're red. Okay, so you arrive, your little pumps clicking on the sidewalk as you're walking over, 
And you see in the graveyard, it is just past midnight, Professor Julian Ayard, a vampire. He's wearing a loose white linen shirt under a tweed jacket with elbow patches, which is often casually draped over his chair as he scrawls on the blackboard. He's wearing stylish brown dress shoes, even if they are a bit dated, and matching tweed slacks tailored very tight. He's got like a loose day three or four hair that he sweeps back as he's talking with a little tick. I'm in love. <laughs> Julian is pacing, walking through the rows of graves, muttering poetry under his breath to himself, and you keep hearing him stop. No, that's not right. And then he starts again, trying to like uh, make something romantic. I probably have my books with me and I'm going to absolutely pretend I don't see him and try to like accidentally bump into him in this very massive graveyard and pretend it was an accident. He notices you approaching. He turns around and whips his little jacket around and he says, Lily, what are you doing here? I just come to the graveyard for inspiration sometimes. Inspiration? What are you working on? Oh, just like a new poem. A poem? Well, you see, I'm working on a masterpiece myself, but I simply cannot find the correct inspiration. Tell me, which grave were you going to sit on? I don't know whose it is, but it looks comfy. Right big stone slab uh, with like maybe most of the, the names engraved or rubbed off. This is a, kind of a common spot for students to come sit. He looks at you and he says, that grave? I see. Maybe I should look elsewhere for my inspiration. Uh, you can join me. Yes. Well, in the immortal words of Lord Byron, she walks like beauty, like the night of cloudless climes and starry skies. No, that's not right. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm confused, but I am just going to go with what he says. Well, <clears throat> you simply must read me a little of your own work. You simply <clears throat> must read me a little of your own work. Well, um, I have this on my little iPod. Do you want to listen? No, no, no. Electronics. Nothing like that. I need something romantic. I need some connection. Read it to me. Absolutely stammering like a fucking love-struck little girl over here as I desperately try to remember, like, my most Productive poem. He grabs something off of the top of your pile of books and he reads to you. You deserve a love that wants to dance with you, that goes to paradise every time it looks in your eyes. Ah, you study the greats, Frida Kahlo. Uh huh. You know it? Of course I know it. I've read it. I've read it a thousand times, but I need something fresh, something new, something creative. Please, read me your poetry. If you can't read it, I suppose I'll listen to your, what is this, an iPod? Uh-huh, 
Yeah, you can listen to it. But then also the one that you're going to listen to when I finish, I could leave it on your desk. Yes, yes, that'd be very nice. You leave it on my desk. In fact, are you a member of the Poetry Club? I'm not, but are you? Of course I'm a member of the Poetry Club. I created it. I lead it. I am the lifeblood of the Poetry Club. You must come. I would love to, especially if you'll be there. Of course I will be there. I will be desperately trying to create something gothic and romantic that captures the true feelings of undeath. And then he's like, turns around. Are you still here? I haven't gone anywhere. <sighs> I suppose I thought my dramatic ramblings would lead you off. Most students do. I, I love getting to listen to you. I love being a part of your classes and I would absolutely love to join the poetry club. Good, good, good. Here, give me that. He picks up your poetry book and flips through it again. We're all stars to disappear or die. I should learn to look at an empty sky and feel its total dark sublime. Perfect. The inspiration I need. And he just like quickly walks off. <laughs> What's that, Violet? Oh, she, Lily <laughs> is just like losing herself over <laughs> smittenness. <laughs> Okay, the professor turns and he whips his little jacket around and he dramatically walks off the scene. And um, what do you do? Uh, absolutely sigh and look dreamily in his direction as I watch this beautiful vampire leave and sit on the grave and finish working on some poetry. Okay, maybe you record a new one for your iPod. Yeah. Which he didn't listen to yet. I'll get him. Okay, okay. <laughs> so, as we move away from this very spooky graveyard just after midnight, we move to the student lounge. <clears throat> and we see uh, the rest of you all hanging out here. You're welcome to put your little characters on the screen. You're discussing what you found out earlier today about the actions of the RA and uh, what you plan to do about it. And um, Lily is walking over here also, so Lily, you can put yourself in this scene too. Do you just drag and drop? Because that's what I'm trying to do. Yes, click the character name and pull it across. Cool. I dropped my name and my little square moved, but it didn't move to where the coin Yes, I think I put you on this scene. Is everyone here? Oh, I think it cleared me out. Let me reset it.
Did it work that time? Yeah, I'll see you on there, man. Yay. I see you. Okay. <clears throat> so we're all discussing what you found out last time. And uh, when we left off, you all were planning to leave to go to the, um, the mansion where mm. supposedly both of the RAs and the body of the student will be found. So I guess as student council, we should probably go check that out to make sure that's all good and good. Well, yeah, you've got the wheels, right? Um, I just know I want details. <laughs> I want to see a body for one, but <laughs> baby steps. Lily, did you get? Did you dye your hair? Something looks different. It's uh, it's working though. I like the little. No, I'm just like in a super good mood. That's it. Oh, okay. Thank you, though. Nice. You're glowing. I think. Like glow in the darkish. Fuck <laughs> you, by glow in the dark. <laughs> That's so cool. You all see Sarah sort of phase into existence. Sarah is a transparent, semi-transparent ghost, and she's wearing sort of Converse and jeans and a T-shirt. Yeah. So are y'all gonna stay here tonight? Are you going somewhere else, or what? Oh no, we were just all about to. Uh, we are about to all pile into the car, right? All of us. Everybody's coming, right? Bet. But just cuddle in the car. Yeah, just squish together, you know. <laughs> yeah, I wish I could, but you know I'm stuck here. Oh, oh god. <laughs> you know, haunt the scene of my death and all. Every time. We'll bring back souvenirs. Yeah, yeah, tell me what happened. I want to hear all about it. I was uh, hoping you'd have a little time to spend with me, Kate. But, you know, I see how it is, of course. <laughs> Question, is the orgy held at the school or off the campus? The orgy is uh, at an unknown location. You all haven't seen any more posters about it. You're not sure exactly where it's going to be hosted. So that's something that y'all were trying to figure out last time, too. Well, hopefully the party will be here so you can join us. Yeah, yeah, better be. You know, somebody tell them that I need a, a party here in the student lounge, you know. I know it might not be the most happen spot, but uh, I'm sure Marie and Felixia could do something with it. Hey, we've got the president here. We've got you covered. And she just, like, puts an arm through so that they're, like, connecting arms. And uh, Ghost Go can feel that she is high. <laughs> so, like, a little little rush of hydrangea. <laughs> Night. <laughs> okay. So, the five of you all plan to pile into Chasworth. You have a car, right? Oh, that's right. Um... It's a little, almost like a station wagon, but it's a uh, from a, a modified old ambulance. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> okay, so as you are leaving the student lounge, you actually bump into Ishtal. Ishtal, I guess I should describe everyone a second time, for those of you who don't know, is wearing a shifting silvery shirt that looks like liquid metal, which is a very fine chainmail. And as he walks, there's like a little tinkle as it like chinks along his gray stone. 
Uh, he wears tight black jeans and leather boots, and his long black hair flies as if there's a consistent wind, even in a still room. Um, he's got horns sprouting from the sides of his temples that are carved in rock, toned with a deep gray. Oh, uh, <clears throat> hey, hey, where y'all going? We're gonna go see if the Ari is actually, like, alive or just, like, fucking. Yeah, you know, I was kind of worried about that. I told you everything I saw and you were right. I maybe should have told somebody, so can I come with? Yeah. He, like, looks out for Evelyn. Hey. <laughs> I mean, are you sure you don't have anything to guard or watch over that you could just abandon? Oh, well, you know I usually watch over the cathedral but i don't i don't think they need me it's just uh, more of a voluntary thing i mean are you you're pretty tall are you gonna fit in the car with us uh yeah your car will go if i get in it um i'm too heavy but i can fly and i'll meet you all there mm. yeah i guess that sounds good you could fly you uh fly with me you're gonna drop me if i oh, fly no. with you i will drop you i promise look i'm strong <laughs> <laughs> i mean i don't look like it but i got a lot of meat on my bones especially in my shifted form so i don't know okay okay uh, no problem I'll, I'll see you all there you know where the mansion is right um yeah it's uh right off of campus right yeah yeah it's not <clears> that far <throat> okay I'll see you there. Okay. You should have flown with him. Yeah, come on. <laughs> no, Taking it slow, y'all. Taking it slow. <laughs> I'll wait for everyone else to pile in and then I'll, you know, fill in the cracks. Okay. <laughs> um, Kimmy, do you want to describe yourself? Yeah, I'm a, gelat I'm a translucent green gelatinous cube um, slime girl. 80% uh, of the time cube, 20% of the time... Uh, humanoid shape, but uh, basically I'm a sliding gelatinous cube wearing a hoodie <laughs> on my way to a mansion for an orgy. Hell yeah. Now that's a fucking Tuesday. Um, it's, it's, yeah, <laughs> it's a Tuesday. Uh, Bender, do you want to describe yourself as well? Sure. I am a zombie. Uh, I am actively rotting. Uh, my clothes are just like an arrangement of tattered gear that appears to be robbed from various corpses. Uh, same with my jewelry, just various layers all over me. Very shoddy looking. <clears throat> okay, Chasworth, what do you look like as you hop in the driver's side of your old ambulance? Uh, Chasworth is a tall, uh, athletic, um, young man. He is built up of various different body parts with, uh, I think one left arm is kind of a lot bigger than the rest of his body. Okay. Evelyn, uh, maybe you hop in the driver's side or the passenger seat. Yeah, I adjust the hoodie that I don't really need because I run warm as a werewolf, but in my human form, it makes me look more normal over my black shirt and my black jeans and I adjust the laces on my boots. Okay, so you all hop in the car and you drive over to the house. Let me move you there. 
you've heard about this house. Uh, the owner is a rich lord who has just sold it to a new student. Um, how come I can't ever remember his name? Uh, Gravalt, Lord Gravalt, is the new owner of this mansion. Uh, when you arrive, it seems he has priorities other than housekeeping, though. The wood is rotting, the wallpaper is peeling, cobwebs decorate the outside of this <coughs> splendid manor. There's a large, well-used door on the side of the house, and it looks starkly clean metal in comparison. You can never tell if people are going for like a dark gothic look, or if it's actually been abandoned for a bit. Maybe both. A, a little bit of both. Hmm. There's just so much stuff on the ground to slime over it. It's kind of gross. Hmm. There's a flying rock behind us. Uh, she's very high and just realized there's a gargoyle following. <laughs> Coming in hot, Ishtal is flying in and he lands with a big thump right next to the car. You can see two little footprints that have now been created in the dirt right there. It smells really old here too. There's a lot of rotting wood. They should really check on that. It's a real shame what's happened to the architecture of this place, I have to say. I mean, I know you're undead, but I mean, you're not dead dead, so, come on. Ishtal kind of moves some of the cobwebs and tumbleweeds out of the path and walks up to the front door. Should we go in? <clears throat> around the side here? Well, maybe we should do a cursory knock. Yeah! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, we, we expect them to be here, right? I mean, yeah, no one's seen them leave. Well, I think I remember someone saying that my brother's built, like, a structure on the side of the house, right? There's a structure? What's the structure for? That's where they did the scene, I think. Oh, that's right. That's right. They did, uh, got oh. some contracting work. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe they're still over there. We could, uh you know, loop around and, and knock on that door. Uh, okay. Ishtal, like, leans forward to the front door and bangs on it a little bit, and it just falls flat. Poof. Mm. <laughs> yeah, maybe the side door would be better. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know your own strength, do you? It wasn't me, I swear. It's just, it's, uh, sorry. It's okay, I break doors all the time. <laughs> is there anything going on on the other side okay so Kimmy you kind of slime over to the side entrance oh yeah and I'm it looking. looks like one of those like storm doors that opens into a basement hello no okay you know what? I think I'm just gonna just gonna pry it open just gonna go in okay so you reach out a little animated slime hand and pull it open and there's a big as it opens up and you see the cavern beneath it looks like a man-made sort of brick lined um, tunnel that you can go down into oh yeah this is nice oh, see these old homes like this have moist undercarriages and it's so nice to just kind of slip and slide through like you're gonna <laughs> like this part of the house I promise <laughs> uh, should we should we just go in? I mean, 
Hello. We heard echo. Hello, hello, hello. Yeah, that's just me. I think we just go in. You're not gonna find the answers outside. See, I, I, when I didn't vote for you, I meant to vote for you. But when I didn't vote for you, I was gonna <laughs> vote for you because you were a person of action. I really appreciated about about you, Chasworth. That warms my non-beating heart. <laughs> Okay, so you all enter this side door into the basement area. Um, wait, okay, can I sense or smell anything with my senses? Good call. Do you have a, a move, or is that something you're just trying to do? Um, I think just trying to, like, sniff around, because that's, like, a normal werewolf thing, right? Yeah, like, okay. Do- you give me a good sniff. Um, can you roll the first roll of the game? Roll your flight for me. Sorry, it's taking forever to load. That's not good, it takes a second. You said flight? Yes, flight. Twelve, not bad for only two points in flight. So, you sniff around and you smell fur. Ancient fur, but fur all the same. And you know that's Felixia. And you sniff a little harder and you can smell... Is that blood? No, it's old blood. That must be Marie. Okay, so I tell the group uh, that I can smell Felixia and Marie. That's awesome. That's great. We're getting some. Yeah, it must be here. Let's go. You would smell death if there was death around. Like, so hopefully they're not dead if you can smell them. But, but a lich lives here. <laughs> it's true. You give one more big sniff, Evelyn, and you can smell... It's hard to pick apart from the cobwebs and the dust in the dirty old place, but you do smell bones. Okay, well, I do smell bones, but they don't smell like <clears throat> freshly dead or rotted or anything, so. So I guess we could keep going and try to find them. Okay. You move deeper into the underground of the house. It's sort of a twisting, turning, cavernous area. And you come across a freshly bricked up wall. As you attempt to enter the lower reaches, you're confronted with a freshly mortared solid brick wall. The construction is fresh, if a bit rushed looking. The rubble of centuries is still heaped on either side of the fresh construction. New bags of cement mixed with ancient stones, which are already lining the catacombs on the ground. You see the Lycandra family crest, etched into the brick freshly laid, a wolf with a sideways eye over a trowel. Hmm. <clears throat> wow, I guess my brothers did build this. Is this your family mark or something? Yeah, I think they secretly put it into anything that they've got. Yeah, like a signature? Yeah. 
you all see Ishtal has turned more stone than usual. His uh, complexion is a little lighter. He stares at the crest. He says nothing. Are you okay, Ishtal? I've seen this before. This is your family crest? Yours? Yeah. Do you have a problem with that? Your family tore down my castle. Did they build a new one? No. Don't you know how gargoyles are made? No, I honestly don't know that. <sighs> Ishtal looks at you, and he's got, for the first time that you've ever seen, anger in his eyes. And he says, gargoyles, we are made as guardians. We don't move from our castle, ever. And if we do, if we're animate like I am, that means we've failed. Our castle has been destroyed. They call me Ishtal of the Northern Castle, only because they wouldn't name castle that has been torn down beneath me. Well, well, hang on, hang on. You're, you're not mad at them. You're mad <clears> at whoever <throat> hired them, right? I'm mad at everyone who had a hand in tearing bricks from my castle. Uh, you didn't, did you, Evelyn? I mean, I don't recall them, but they, they do a lot of construction work, so they could have remove the castle, but at least you're free now to roam and, you know, do other rooftops and, like, watch other things. But I am... You don't know what freedom truly is. I have no purpose. I am forced to walk among monsters. (sighs) He, like, moves a little bit closer and looks at some of the bricks in the wall. These bricks are from my castle. I'm sure that they just repurposed it. And you know what? You're a monster too. So you can't really go around saying that you're with other monsters. Like, you are one. You have to accept that about yourself. Ishtal looks at you, and he's furious. He clearly was not ready to hear this, was not ready to confront the fact that his castle is being used for other things. And he just turns around and flies out. You see his, like, long black hair floating in the wind behind him, and his, uh, like big, strong arms bust two holes in the sides of the storm doors as he leaves. <laughs> oh. Jeez. Is he a little hot when he's angry, or is it just me? <laughs> I, I mean, it's a little moisture down here now, I think. <laughs> it wasn't not attractive. <laughs> hot but dumb. Right, what's his problem? Set him free, basically. Right? I don't... I don't know. He just, like, that unhappy with being an alive monster? Like, surely it's gotta feel kind of good. I know, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, you're surrounded by your kin, like... And by, sure. like, hot, horny monster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think any of you have ever met a gargoyle besides Ishtal, so maybe you don't have a lot of context for this. Ooh, you know what? I I did hear a rumor one time that like, like they're made out of stone and like these are technically stones and so like it's kind of like a flesh wall 
thing. It's it's a whole thing for gargoyles. See, I didn't know any of that. I'll send I'll send you the link when we get back. It's <laughs> the rabbit hole goes deep. Evelyn, <laughs> can I have you roll a? Hmm, let's do a flirt this time to see what you remember Sorry. in the context of this horny moment. Twenty-three? Twenty-three, not bad. So you remember last summer, maybe it was two summers ago, there was a big castle up in the north that your brothers left to go deal with. It was named the Castle Nivaria. Maybe that's something you could look into later. But in the current moment, you all are confronted with this brick wall. Hmm. And now that it's kind of quiet and you've dealt with this moment and everyone's silent for a second, you can hear beyond the wall a little bit of like, oh, oh, some weird moans. <laughs> well, should we uh, find something to get into this wall or just call it good there? I think they're smashing behind the flesh wall. <laughs> <laughs> but how, how do we get there? Start scraping on the wall. <laughs> oh. Can you make a fight check as you use your zombie strength on the wall? Nineteen. So you may not have been intending to, but this wall is still very fresh. So as you are using your zombie hands on it, one of the stones kind of shakes loose. You can see it a little bit. Immediately pops an eye in there and just continues scrabbling. (laughs) As you look, you can see Marie and Felixia sort of pacing along this area. I see them. She steps back and lets people look in the hole. You see them and they look kind of upset. They don't look like they're back. Hmm. I'm dead in there. <laughs> Did we like let them know we're here or just let them be upset? What are they upset about? I don't know, but they don't look like they're in a good Mm. Metric, can you like toss an ear in or something? Can, can I do that? Oh, absolutely. Do you <laughs> want to post your special move for us? Oh, yeah. Oh, you actually have that power. That's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, Bender's special move is Undead Stealth. Zombies are not often known for their stealthy talents. Similarly, this is not so much an expression of sneaking as being unwitnessable. Checking around corners by popping an eye out, pulling an ear out, and tossing it through the wall. Some things are best left unseen, and Bender's magic can use the powerful force of I did not just see that to disguise her actions. Mm. So your ear flies through the wall, and you hear Marie 
I was supposed to work. Why didn't it work? I just, it turned into dust in my hands. I don't know what to do. I'm just narrating everything I hear through the uh, disembodied ear. You hear Felixia, clip-clop, clip-clop, clip-clop. Felixia is uh, sort of a pan figure. We've got to fix it. We've got to fix it. Well, it sounds like they need our help. Maybe we should see what's going on. Bender starts just like idly slamming her body against the wall and <laughs> gesturing for people to break it down. <laughs> okay, anyone who is slamming against the wall, I'll make a fight check. Wait, did you say flight or fight? Fight. This would be a physical one. Okay, Bender, you lead the charge. And as you slam, slam against the wall, you hear with your ear that is still inside. Um, Felixia and Marie, wait, no, it's not ready. They can't come in yet. <laughs> Some more of the bricks fall down and there is a small hole that somebody could probably crawl through. They hear us and they're not happy. Is this where the orgy is? Yeah. Oh, wait, who heard that? Not us. That was just Thunder that heard that, right? Uh, well, I, I'll slide through the opening and be like, hey, uh, is this where the orgy is going to be? Okay, so Kimmy, you slide through the opening. and I'm going to bring everyone through there now that Kimmy's looped it up. Everyone can fit. Oh, yeah. Um, before I go through, I want to grab a brick that looks like it's from Ishtal's castle. Very cute. I love it. <laughs> okay, so you move into the basement. One second, y'all. So this basement looks like where Lord Gravalt does his personal experimenting. There are huge stone slabs laid out, and some of them have like blankets and pillows on top. Some of them are just stone. They can hold 12, 15 bodies at once. There's a large modern TV screen mounted on one cavernous wall. Uh, there's a fully stocked kitchen and minibar and a comfortable, if a little outdated looking, living room with sensible blue velvet couches and chase lounges. And uh, there's also a very securely locked steel vault. And then in the middle of the room, on one of the stone slabs, you see this sort of coffin figure thing and it looks like on one side of it, there's some writing, and on the other side, there's some other writing. Hmm. Felixia and Marie are pacing around it in circles, talking frantically. Do they see that we've come in? When the bricks fall through and Kimmy talks, yes, they do. Kimmy, what did you say to them? I'm sorry. Oh, is this where the orgy's gonna be? Felixia looks over at you and it's like, the orgy? The orgy's not happening. We've messed up. We've messed up big. Well, what's all this for then? <sighs> should we tell them? We should tell them. Maybe you can help. <sighs> Felixia, like, does another little circle. Well, <clears throat> as I'm sure you know since you found us here, 
we were going to do a scene with Lord Grabold. And, you know, we've been stalking him through campus. It was a really fun time. And we did the murder part, and that was really hot and fun. And we came here, and we maybe don't go lay on that bed. Uh, but then Lord Grabold was supposed to come out of here. And there was a little, he gave us this, uh, this box, and inside it was supposed to be his password to open it back up. There's a portal to the underworld in here. But when we opened it up, the paper was so old it all crumbled to dust and I don't know how to open it now. Oh no. I can't read anything on here. It looks like there's, I don't know, Egyptian or something over here, some hieroglyphics and some weird, I don't know, scribbles on this side. Hmm. Ooh, yeah, I'm not good with scribbles. Anybody good with scribbles? This is a super weird question, considering the context of how this happened, but he, does he have, like, any family we could just call? Lord Grimold, his family all died 500 years ago. Look at him, he's a bag of bones over there. And you look over and there's a very fancy suit and a bag of bones. <laughs> um, can any of us read anything on the coffin? You can take a look. Let me change the music. Okay, so you walk up to the coffin. Do you walk up to the side that looks like hieroglyphics or the scribbly side? Let's try the scribbly side. Okay, give me a flight. Flight. Three. <laughs> Three. <laughs> I'm not even sure what language this is. It looks like I don't know, arrows and sticks? <clears throat> it doesn't even really look like a language. Hmm. Damn it. I could take a stab at it <clears throat> since I just like to read. I'm like, maybe I can recognize something. You're super good at reading. So Ooh. good at reading. Maria so tries good. to you and she's like, dude, you have to. Come on, give it a shot anything we just want lord Grivald back we didn't mean to do this i mean he asked us to we did kind of mean to but look at him back and then y'all can like have the other fun part yeah i mean we've been trying all night we're not sure what to do hmm. i'll try to read it but oh, the word okay. yeah. roll flight for me to check it out 32 you know exactly what language this is. This is ancient Norse runes. And you go closer and you can't read it. Runes are very difficult to read, but you can make a little tracing in your notebook so that you know what it says. Yeah, absolutely. Tracing that. I can hopefully go to the like, library and maybe transcribe shit. Absolutely. Marie looks at you and is like, well, you're writing stuff. What does it say? You must know. You're so smart. Lula, um, help us. I, I don't know what it says, but I recognize the language. So I'm going to like get it. And I might have to leave and go to the library. How quickly do we need him back? Like, is this a tonight kind of thing? Is it well, before the orgy? Okay, okay. Let me remember what Lord Gravald said. And Felixia kind of jumps in. It's like, I remember, I remember everything. <laughs> She's like doing another lap around the coffin as she's telling you that um, we have one week to bring him back to the land of the living. 
Otherwise, his soul is going to be stuck in the undead world. He's a lich. It should just come back. But it's going to take a, a long time, I guess, if we don't get him out through this way. Hmm. So, from what I understand, if you just, like, if you know the word, you just say the word right here? Like, how does that part work? I don't know. We were just supposed to read off the paper. He didn't want to really tell us all too much information about it, but he promised us that he would come back. Hmm. We absolutely have to figure out what the whole page, the whole thing says. I, I mean, I don't know his password. There's this big safe over here, but I can't get into that either. I don't know. Can I take a look at that safe? Yeah. Okay, roll me a flight if you want to go up and check it out, Chasper. Ten. You look at it. Boy, it's not a big save. Mm. Give it a little bonk bonk. <laughs> it rings like it's hollow on the inside, but it sounds thick and hard to get into. It's got one of those big wheels on the front. Well, it's a solid made safe. Um, I'm not sure how I'm getting into that. Or think we got any ideas? Any openings or anything? I I'm surprised to see you over here, Chess. You have uh, experience with safes? <laughs> well, You've been holding out on us? You know, usually I just have someone deal with that for me when they put stuff in. Uh, oh, Chess, we're. You look at the big safe, there aren't any holes or cracks that you think you could slide into. This is a new, modern safe, not old and rusted out. Dang, it's new. It doesn't have all the the wiggly slide holes, you know? It's it's all uh, solid. I don't like those. Norik comes over to you looking at the safe, and she's like, yeah, bro, I mean... We've been checking it out. We typed in every single password we could find in his phone. It's not any of those. Did you try his birthday? Or is it not enough numbers? We tried his birthday. We tried his death day. We tried his death anniversary. We tried everything we could think of. <sighs> Are there any other books around that I can start trying to find something that matches what I'm looking at? Yeah, um, you see that this is his personal library and study. So there's like shelves and shelves of books. You can poke through. You don't see anything with Norse runes on it. <clears throat> Does she see any like diaries or anything or like journals? Mm, okay, I'll have you make a flight roll for that to investigate. I search around with and also roll a flight. Absolutely. Cool. It's Evelyn, unfortunately, you don't find anything. Lily, you see some papers that it looks like uh, Lord Gravalt has been writing on, and you like, flick through them. And there's no numbers. There's no mention of his safe or anything. Is there, like, things he talks about a, a lot? Like, themes? Yeah. Uh, you can see some themes. It looks like he's been fantasizing about this scene for a long time. There are some notes. There are some plans. He looks like he had been taking reverse notes on Marie and Felixia as they were stalking him. Every time that he saw them, he wrote a little note in his diary. 
<laughs> Lily looks visibly turned on while trying to research <laughs> what his password could be throughout, like, seeing if I say words that stick out about the parts of the experience he's looking forward to. Like, is it the death part? You see him very excited about the actual act of the being kidnapped and martyred and taken down into the basement. He's got a lot of fanfic about how that's going to go down. <laughs> See, this is all why you always bring a spare chastity key. If you lose the first one, you have another. How did you not have a spare note? I don't know. I, he should have had a spare one. And it looks like this one's just been in here for hundreds of years. The paper's so old, it's just... And she, like, puts her hand into the, like, uh, little container and comes up with a handful of dust. Any mending spells that could fix that? is hmm. doing another round, clip-clopping. <sighs> I don't know, I don't know. I don't know any mending spells. <laughs> I don't do that kind of magic. The only magic I have is all, I don't know, filthy. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Well, I guess uh, we can get to the library from here and put some work into the note and see if we can figure it out. Yes. Go to the library. Check it out. Uh, but look at the other side of it first. It looks like there's another thing over here. Hmm. Another? Oh, shit. What's that thing? <laughs> You all approach this side of it, and there are Egyptian-style hieroglyphics on it. And can I have somebody roll a flight check? <laughs> Excellent. With the 17 Kimmy, you notice that there's a little depression on part of this. It's shaped like, I don't know, a little cross, maybe, with a handle across the top? It looks kind of like an onk. Recognize this one. I'm gonna protrude a shape to mimic it and make sure I get the proportions right. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I can remember this one. Okay, perfect. You, Kimmy, have a little imprint of what the onk would have to look like to fit into the depression. Oh, that's very handy. Oh, actually, no hands are involved at all. It's uh, it's mostly just uh, time. <laughs> uh, Lily, yeah. you look around to the other side that you were drawing, and when Kimmy says that, you notice that there's a little depression here too. It sort of looks like a hammer. Kimmy, can you can you do the thing, or I'll just like draw, but like I want to see you do the thing. All right, that was all cool. Right. Hey, all right, paint me like one of your French zombies. I just want you to have like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll do, I'll do the pose and the shape. There's like a little slime drip from the impression of it on the coffin. How'd I do? Great, but do you tend to 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 put yourself in things like that often? Is that a I like to be filled and to fill, you know, it's a, I have skills, <laughs> unique abilities, things that, uh, you know, over time I've acquired. 
trying to remember that we have an orgy to save and a person to save, but reading what I read and watching Kimmy fill in goop has Lily like distractedly horny. <laughs> yeah, the, hood, the hoodie has slid off the different shapes as I've made them. And... Oh no. There's some sexy oh, slimy no. lumps which are oh, no. shooting from Kimmy Square. <laughs> <laughs> what, what shape am I taking actually? <laughs> I don't know. Little hammer? Just... Are you square or are you person today? Oh, no, I'm, I'm cute, but I wanted to take the shape so uh, to help Lily uh, draw it. Right. There's I the think there's a little hammer. On the Egyptian side, an yep. onk, and on the north side, there's a little hammer. A hammer. I can't even think of a hot reason a hammer would exist anywhere. Anyone else have a yeah, look, I, I saw I saw this comic one time. It was uh, it was kind of based around Molinier and and basically Molinier was just like holding the sub down. It was the restraints in the scenario. It was super hot. Like no matter what they did, they could not get out from underneath. I know I could count on you. <laughs> oh, I've got the hookups. Look, I've been around. I get in. Those crevices. <laughs> I need to read what you read. <laughs> Marie comes around and you can see her fangs kind of protruding over her lip as she is kind of stressed out and hiding it a little bit less. She says, yeah, we had everything we needed for the orgy, right? There's rope, there's bondage equipment, there's, uh, there's a whole uh, gallon bucket of lube over here, but I don't know if anyone's even coming. <laughs> Speaking of lube, since you're like slime, just turning to Kimmy, not paying attention to the situation. <laughs> if you get like a fistful of you and just, does it work? Yeah, yeah, you know that, that, that works. You know, it, I'm not. It's kind of kind of gory, but I'm not really like kind of acidic unless I wanna be. I can be pretty pleasurable in the right circumstances. You can change your acidity. Yeah, I'd, I mean, I'd be eating everything around me if I couldn't. That's true, yeah. I mean, Bender'd be missing half of her face. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, you taste wonderful, but... Uh... Why, thank you. You too. <laughs> oh. Got a little slime in the mouth last time. A little jiggle. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Felixia comes around the side of the coffin. She says, yes, yes, you can get to your horny jiggling later. You, you need to help us. We don't know what to do. <laughs> Go to the library. See what you can find. We'll stay here in case he comes through. Yeah. And then I, I tell everyone what the language is and see if we can, like, grab as many books all together. <laughs> Shambling in the direction of books in the uh, car. Mm-hmm. Okay, and as everyone heads to the car, we are at 7.55, and I think that's a great time to take a five-minute break. Yeah? Sounds good. Yeah. All right. Okay, monsters, yeah. we'll be right back. Okay, welcome back. We had a little post-break technical difficulty, but I think we're ready to resume. Our monsters were headed to the library to do some research on Norse runes and Egyptian hieroglyphs.
Oops, there's lots of people in this library. I'm gonna go up and start like grabbing an armful of books and trying to find a spot. And if I can't find a spot on a table that's free because there's so many people, like probably shoving. Okay, you get yourself a table all to yourself. This library is enormous. There are walls and walls and walls of books. It's like a labyrinthian maze trying to get into the back areas of the library. The arched ceiling goes on forever towards the back. There's a fluttering and scraping of books that are opening themselves and shelving themselves. And you catch glimpses of a few library ladders, uh, the kind with like a tall area and like a little spot to put books on, rolling around unaided. They are sorting books back, taking books out. And you all know that Ladder is a character in this library who you can speak to if you want. Hmm. I'll probably go up to him and ask if he can help us find books. Ladder uh, gives you a little squeak, squeak. <laughs> Wait, so is that like a... He's got uh, four wheels, right? And he does like a little, what? Work? Can he like he can see or can he just know where his tasks are? Ladder doesn't have any eyes visible on him, but you're not sure how this magic exactly works. I'm gonna try to like communicate that we need to find books that like decipher runes or something and like wait to see how it responds. Ladder turns and turns again and then kind of goes over to this little poster on the wall and uh, kind of squeaks towards it. And you see on the poster on the wall that there is a Norse rune um, exhibit, which is supposed to be coming to this library in the next few weeks. Next few weeks, but we have to do this within a week. You do have to do this within okay. a week, yes. Does it say who is leading the exhibit? It says Headmistress Taliba herself will be uh, cutting the ribbon at the first day of the exhibit. I don't know if I'm brave enough to talk to the fucking headmistress about interrupting the CNCC. Okay, roll me a flight. See if you can maybe find a way around this. Uh, ladder, are there any primers in the meantime for Norse runes? Hmm. Ladder does another little squeak squeak and rolls off to go pick up maybe a primer on Nordic runes so that you can start translating this. And Lily, with a 23, which is a pretty good roll, you think about where they would keep an exhibit in this library. You know that there's a restricted section in the back that Ladder is instructed not to let you access. The Ladder, like somebody may be like, dead dead if I can't get in there and read the books that you're not supposed to let me read. Ladder comes rolling back up with the primer on Norse runes and doesn't seem to react to what she said, Lily. Um, can I ask Ladder if there are any books on Lord Gavalt? Ladder does this little squeak this way. 
just wait this way. And he spins around in a circle. Uh, maybe the Gravolt family? Ladder does another squeak. Squeak. And he rolls off. Did he roll off in the opposite direction of the restricted section? <coughs> or did he roll the... off in one direction, and you know that the restricted section is far, far at the back of the library. You might be able to make it there. I absolutely would like to sneak into, or attempt to sneak into the restricted section while he's distracted. Okay, it's about two in the morning. The library is nearly empty. There's hardly anybody here. So um, there's not just one ladder, there's a few. So as you head back towards the restricted section area, you see another ladder who comes quick, 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 and rolls in front of you. Ah! Trying to find a book. <laughs> ladder does a little, hmm. You could just let me, it's just <coughs> books. As you're trying to persuade Ladder that you just want some books, the other Ladder with your book on Lord Gravalt's family comes squeak, squeak, squeaking back up here. Thanks, Ladder. Start uh, thumbing through it for anything that looks relevant. Okay, you see, this is mostly like a genealogy, like, uh, I don't know, weird old church people used to keep, um, like a book of all the Gravalt family members who have lived and died. And then at the end of it, there is... A little portrait of Lord Gravalt and then a death portrait of Lord Gravalt and it shows his like death year. Find anything interesting, Bender? It's just a family tree. Nothing about, you know, the death or sex safe words. Hmm. Hmm. Just like tosses the book in the direction of everybody else. Um, I want to look in the book and look at the portrait and see if he has like an onk or a hammer on his person. Okay. Um, you see the little portrait of Lord Gravalt, and it doesn't look like he has anything like that in the picture, unfortunately. Okay. I'm gonna shamble over to uh, where Lily is trying to. Uh, convince the ladder she's not sneaking in. Are there other ladders around, or is it just, like, the one? There's maybe four or five ladders. You're not sure. They're never all in the same spot at the same time. Okay. I was gonna, like, try to distract this ladder, but if there's that many, crap. I feel like we would all have to distract one, and then no one would be sneaking. You think about it, and during the day, there's usually a lot of people here in the library, so you might have a better shot if you tried, um, maybe tomorrow instead. gonna tell everyone that I learned that the headmistress is actually leading the exhibit if anyone else is brave enough to I'm not do you think any of you have already interacted with headmistress Taliba she teaches potionomics oh yeah yeah Lily we've got that class yeah, but are you gonna talk like I don't can you imagine talking to her about interrupting a sex scene? Like we we're all horny, but like that's the headmistress. Oh yeah, no. Yeah, her vibes are weird. 
She definitely has weird vibes. Weird, weird vibes. I cannot get in rhythm with those vibes. I mean, if we tell her it's about the orgy, school spirit, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. I think I think we should I think we take that angle. We gotta boost morale. Um, we need. It's about the school. Also, well, a missing student. We're so worried about Lord Gravolt. That's right. Won't someone think of the students? Tomorrow morning, potionomics class. All of you. So you could catch her then. Can we? Can we wait though? Have like a week, so hopefully, like twelve hours wouldn't be like the worst. We use a lich times whatever for him. It, it, uh, yeah, all right, tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you all plan to talk to Headmistress Taliba about it tomorrow in Potionomics. Yeah, we're just gonna like all ambush, <laughs> like hey. No more class. No, we'll we'll uh, we'll let our uh, our class president, uh, you know, lead and and, and guide <laughs> and direct, and uh, you know, we're gonna just kind of fall in behind. Um, yeah, uh, official class president business. You've got <laughs> the face, you know. You can do the talk. I don't even have a face, Chasworth. This is why we have you. I mean, this is why we like having you around. <laughs> Okay. Is there anything else that anyone wanted to look up while we're here at the library? There are any horny poetry books? There are absolutely horny poetry books. You remember, uh, let's see, what did the professor talk to you about? He read you a little um, Frida Kahlo poem, a Lord Byron poem. So you go and check out a, a book by both of them. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Ask the latter about uh, hieroglyphics and uh, Egyptian symbology. Mm, ladder does a big squeak and then he scoots right off. And he comes back a few minutes later and he's got a stack of books about ancient Egyptian hieroglyphics, um, you know, symbology and what they could mean and things like that. Um, this happens to be a specialty of the school. As you know, Headmistress Taliba is from ancient Egypt. She's a mummy. Does there happen to be any books in here written by the headmistress? Ladder looks at you and does a little squeak squeak and he scoots over and he brings a stack of like 20 different books. And they're all sort of like very verbose studies on ancient Egyptian hieroglyphics, ancient Egyptian life and like the myths that people believe about ancient Egyptians. I'll accept the stack of books through the whole <laughs> the neck hole of my hoodie and let the stack fall into the middle and I'll just kind of slide over to the table and start flipping through the first one. <laughs> okay. Um, roll me a flight to see what you find in these books. I'm, I'm looking for insights into her character or maybe an easy icebreaker like life-changing potion favorite potion oh very cool okay you rolled an 11. let's see what we got you learned that headmistress taliba's 
sort of specialty potion is a love potion. She crafts it with specialty ingredients, and it's one of the most difficult things um, that you can make as a student here, basically. I will take that ingredient list. Okay. Do you sort of keep the page? Ooh. Yeah, I do. As soon as you tear it out, ladder comes like squeak, squeak, squeak. <laughs> how did you? How did you hear that? That was frightening. I didn't look. It was an accident. It was an accident. Here's ladder your gives book. you a here's, very disapproving squeak. Here's, here's your book back. I gotta read the other nine of them. Nineteen. Nineteen of them. <laughs> there are books hidden under books. It does look like Headmistress Taliba is prolific. Okay, yeah, there's even I more reason to ask pretend. her about it. Yeah. Yeah, this looks really hard, but I think I think I have an idea. If we if we try and make this, but like mess up one baby step, right? We'd be like, oh no, why didn't that potion work? And then she'd be like, wow, you're so close, but you just need a little touch. And we'd be like, ah, oh, that's why we love you so much. Also, tell us about this thing. Because we love you and your insight. <laughs> Good plan. Spent all of five minutes jiggling about this. <laughs> okay, so you have a plan, you have an in, and uh, you have class in the morning. So I don't know if any of you sleep, but it's time to head back to the dorms. <clears throat> uh, low frequency vibrations. Okay, so you all head to your dorm rooms and go to bed. Unless there's anything else somebody would like to do tonight? Mm. I'm good. Okay, in the morning, you all meet in the Potionomics classroom. There we go. Did that move you all there? Mm-hmm. Okay. You see Headmistress Taliba is already here. Let me describe Headmistress for you. She wears soft, clean linen wraps on all of her exposed skin with a gold and lapis blue dress with gold chain fringes and lots of ornate golden jewelry. She's got a big tiara, reminiscent of a pharaoh's headdress, with long, curly black hair attached to the sides. And she is deep in a book. <clears throat> you all filter in when you fill out the classroom. There's a few other students here. What do y'all think? Do we, do we talk to her now, or...? After? I, I, I don't know. Is she happier at the end of class when we all leave, or when we haven't asked her dumb questions yet? Uh, maybe the earlier the better. Oh, no, no you're, you're right. Okay, here, uh, wish me luck. Here, here we go. <laughs> you approach Headmistress Taliba, and she looks up from her book. Uh... Hello. Um, I was I was reading um, a book last night. I 
I, I have to admit it was it was actually one of yours. And I I wanted to attempt this potion, you know, with the orgy coming up, it's it's really it's really important to me that we have a very special kickoff to the new year. Ooh, and yeah, very important potion. In fact, yeah. I'm gonna make it in class today. So if you'll just sit down for a moment. Oh oh actually I, I actually brewed a potion already, but it's I think the color's a little off. You've um, brewed a potion already? Well how could you? I have just you secured the ingredients. I'm a resourceful little slime. Well, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Let's have a look. Let's have a look. I I'll, I will produce uh, this this vial from out of my body. <laughs> well, that's nothing like the potion. Not it's oh, that was so much closer than that. See, this is this is why I need your insight so much. I there's a couple of other things that I missed too. Like there was a couple of like some symbols and, and some writing. Yes, I, I yes, yes, yes. Well, sit down. Class is about to begin. We'll be making oh. this potion today, so... Oh! Oh my god. How fortuitous. Look at that. Speech Hasworth, I knew it would work out. <laughs> he cares so much about this orgy. Like, they, they are just fiending for, for a good school morale boost. <laughs> it is definitely going to be a school morale boost. So um, you all are in the potionomics classroom, which is covered in gold and fancy Egyptian decor. It's right next to the headmistress's office. And there's on the wall all sorts of alchemical symbols and chemistry equipment. And you can smell the like gold potion vat bubbling in the corner. Um, there's like a big waft of cotton candy and like old musty bread from it. Uh, and there are modern Bunsen burners on every desk, but Headmistress Taliba has an old school fire underneath her potion brewing mechanics on her desk. She stands up and she says, Klaus, Klaus, please sit down, please, quiet in here. <clears throat> Today, we're going to be making my special. Maybe the best potion, the most powerful potion that you are allowed to make here in school. And it is a potion of lust. And she like looks dramatically at everyone when she says that. <laughs> yes, class, that's right. Lust. The most powerful of emotions. The value of loyalty and affection sometimes cannot simply be earned and must be quickly bought. Um, <clears throat> there's like a weird silence and she's just like staring at everybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, you're a very animate class today. I say lust and usually the students are all, <laughs> but I see you're ready to create this lust potion. What you are going to need is the most dangerous of ingredients. And she like turns around and pulls a sheet down off of her table. And you can see there is a big tropical plant sort of snaking and vining along the pot that it's in. And it, the, the little blossoms on the plant, look up towards all of the students and sort of turn their flower faces at you. And they're whispering little flower secrets into your ear, trying to entice you to come closer. Lesson one will be how to safely harvest from an amaranth tropicana. 
Oh, see, now I get, now I get it. That's why my potion, wow. I can't believe I even attempted that. <laughs> yes, of course, the essence of the amaranth is the essence of lust itself. Oh my Maybe god. Another really weird look. <laughs> oh, she hurt me. I'll need a volunteer, a very brave and industrious volunteer. Nobody? Oh, 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 I raise oh, my oh. hand. Oh, yes, 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 you. You're one of the Lycandros, aren't you? Excellent. You should be a natural at this. A natural. So, you approach the Amaranth. Sorry, what was that? Their brothers must get laid. (laughs) (laughs) You approach the Amaranth Tropicana. And there are some little vials and some little gloves on the side. And Professor Taliba says, you'll need the gloves. Don't forget the gloves. Harvesting can be difficult and tricky. So I grab some gloves and I put them on. And I turn to her and I ask, so what if somebody ate one of these petals, what would happen? Oh, if you ate it, nothing. In fact, nothing would happen to you at all. What you need is the nectar from inside, the juices. Yes, that's where the lust is kept. Oh, okay. (laughs) As you approach the flower, she says, wait, wait, wait. Don't come any closer. The amaranth is, oh, well, I suppose you should find out for yourself, shouldn't you? Life is all about discovery. Okay, inch closer with a vial in my hand, my gloved hand. Okay, the flower turns towards you. It's like beautiful tropical colors facing you and sort of moving towards you, enticing you to come closer, and it's whispering. Flowers and friends, whispering flower things. (laughs) How do you Um, approach it? Let's see. I mimic its movements and kind of like saunter up to it and listen to more flower secrets. Give me a flirt roll as you get closer to the flower and it whispers, lost, lost, lost. You said flirt, right? Yes. Thirteen. Thirteen. Unfortunately, that is not going to be enough. And as you approach the flower, the juice from it shoots into your face. Oh my and god. <laughs> it's sort of dripping down <laughs> your, your face, your nose, and you turn around and look at the class. And suddenly everyone is so hot. like You can hardly control yourself. You are like freaking out. You are in the presence of gods and goddesses, and you cannot control yourself. What do you do? <laughs> um, I rub, I rub my pants, but that's like a bad idea because like then my hands start to like snake towards like the middle of my legs, and then I try to like stop myself, <laughs> and then I look up at everybody, and I'm like, oh my god, um. Oh my god, and then I run out of the room. (laughs) (laughs) The headmistress says, Oh, it's perfectly natural. The Lycandra girl will get over it in two hours. 
In the meantime, she'll have a very nice evening. <laughs> oh, I love this class. Me next, me next. <laughs> okay, Bender, give me a flirt roll as you try to approach the amaranth plant. Sixteen, still not quite enough. And as you approach the plant, it spits in your face and it drips down your little zombie flesh nose. How do you react? Uh, I, I pop a hand off and I just start like running it over myself. Like, I think it's really hot, but it's probably a little bit gory <laughs> and uh, disturbing to look at. Headmistress Saliba says, yes, yes, well, it's very natural for us undead. Don't worry. Uh, do you want to stay here? Will you be going to your room? Goes back to the seat, <laughs> sucking on the fingers. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, you have like this spray of passion fruit scented juices across your face and you're like rubbing it in and feeling it. Okay, class, who's next? Well, passion fruit is perfect. <laughs> I guess as a student president, I should uh, give this a shot. Ah, uh, yes. You should be good at <laughs> Come on, come on. Come along. 21. That is just enough. Yeah. Chasworth, you are able to expertly dodge the amaranth's spit <laughs> and you capture it inside of a little vial. And you have one vial of amaranth lust. You can note that down. Yes, an excellent performance. I see why they elected you class president. Who's next? <laughs> hey, Jared, I bet you're a natural at this. Jared is like, oh, yeah, I bet I could do great. Uh, and he, like, walks up there. Let's see. I will do a little roll for P. Jared. Oh, my God. He's going to be so great. I can't <laughs> wait to see how he does this. For those of you who are not familiar with P. Jared, he is a wooden boy. He's a short and intense student, often found in the theater building, and he will put on a dramatic performance at the slightest invitation. So obviously everyone's very excited to see what he does. 19, just not enough. It looks like he's about to dodge the, the lost juice, but it catches him along the top of the head and it instantly just soaks into the wood. And suddenly P. Jared is a little wigglier than usual. He's stiff like a board, typically, but now <laughs> he's like, kind of feeling it. Wow, Kimmy, uh, it feels pretty cool. <laughs> I, I, think, I think you did, I think you did really, really good, but you got a, you got a little bit on you. He's like, oh yeah, you want to touch it? And like kind of tries to rub it on you. Oh, yeah, 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 I could, uh, I could, I could take care of that for you. I'll just kind of slap a, slap a slime over it and kind of squeegee across. The second your slime touches P. Jared, he just kind of goes, oh, and you can see his nose growing a little bit longer. Oh, it, it, it tastes fruity. Oh, yeah, it does. I'm gonna, uh, I'm going to need a little uh, time over here by myself. You, you, you did great. <laughs> yeah, thanks. And he like runs out of the room. Oh, so cool. 
Okay, who is next? I, I guess I guess I am. You know, I you know, kind of one corner in. Okay, Kimmy, roll me a flirt. Oh, you were so ready for this. You just catch it straight to the face when it spits all over. Yeah, you. there. I, I I open a cavernous. Uh, ma as it is in the core of me and just take it straight to the center and gulf it and I turn around a big slimy smile across my square body. Okay, everyone can see it wiggling and jiggling in there. What do you do? I'm leaving. <laughs> okay. I'm like, we I'm gonna go study this on my own. Yes, a common reaction. Many of my students will need a little time to become acclimated with last. I guess that's my turn. Yes, yes, Miss Bat. Come up, come up. Don't be afraid. Very stressed about it for some weird reason, but I can do this. Okay, roll me a flirt. A 16, not enough, unfortunately. And you Sorry, take... that was oh. Oh, even worse. <laughs> you take a fat load of plant lust to the face. Uh, as the, the the lust takes over, I'm going to look at the headmistress and just be like, you're really pretty. Yes, yes, I know, darling, please. You'll need a little time to cool off before we can speak about that again. But come and talk to me about last later on. I mean, can I try? Can I try with the flowers again too? Oh, absolutely! You know, I keep the amaranth in my office for a reason. A last reason. I'm gonna take. I'm not gonna leave. I am going to very flirtatiously just sit on somebody else's desk and make goo-goo eyes at them for the rest of the class. Okay, you sit on Wade's desk in the front of class and he just sort of pets your hair and is like, oh yes, excellent, you're all right. Yay. Okay, um, looks like we've still got Wade and Megara. Let me roll really quickly for them. Gara steps up with a 21 and deftly dodges, catches it in the little bottle. Like it's even a problem. Oh my god. <laughs> and then Wade stops petting your hair, Lily. And Wade is in feet mode right now. So he's got open-toed Birkenstock sandals showing his little sort of flippery feet as he walks up to the front. <laughs> Where's my Wade? Wade rolled a 25, a smooth 25, and he catches it in that little bottle. And he takes a look at Chasworth and says, interesting. <laughs> yeah, you're always so smooth. <laughs> <laughs> it helps to relax. Hmm. <laughs> OK, 
okay? And the headmistress is like, well, we're missing quite a bit of the class at this point, so maybe later on in the afternoon, if you'd like to brew your lust potion and you've successfully gathered from the amaranth, come to my office and we can discuss last. <laughs> class dismissed. Yes, get out. And you see uh, headmistress Taliba looks back down to her book and you didn't notice this before, but it looks like the book is an ancient Egyptian scroll. There's sort of hieroglyphs on it. And as Professor Taliba is sort of looking through it, she's muttering, yes, the Are there any Ankhs on or around the teacher? Oh, absolutely. There's about 20, which are lining the edge of her dress. There is an Ankh on the wall behind her, right underneath her uh, professional crest here with the little scarab of the book. There's an Ankh on her earring. There's an Ankh on her bracelet. She is just like dripping in gold. Do any of them look like the one Kimmy took an imprint of or is it hard to tell? It's hard to tell. You didn't really see a lot of definition from the one that Kimmy took an imprint of, right? It's hard to see in slime. I should have I should have drawn that one. If okay. I have my drawing from the previous night and any of the books, since I am apparently no longer uh, intimidated by the headmistress, um, go back up to her desk. You have the little drawing of the the north side that you did, yeah. I'd like to go up and ask like talk to her okay as you go up to her she sort of closes her scroll very quickly it's like yes yes do you need something miss bat they didn't want to talk to you about this but it's because it seems like hella personal and you're you but like when you're just like so pretty but um <laughs> yes tell me more there might be one of the RAs missing and you might maybe be able to help us bring him back from the, the the underworld the underworld you say who is there a dangerous lord. visit the lord what's it the bones guy lord Gravolt in the underworld well maybe he's visiting family uh, i'm not intentionally oh and why do you say that his partners forgot the word to bring him back. Ah, a little game gone wrong, I see. Trust me, I know much about this. Yes, the underworld haven't been there so long. Well, how can I help? I copied this that was What's that on the coffin? Was that what that was? It was on a coffin? Or... Yes. Mm, it looks like Norse. I suppose I could possibly translate this if given enough time. Is that what you're looking for? Yeah, we um, need to do it within the next week. Actually, more like six days. Ah, well, I won't be able to do that. You know, I'm getting my new exhibit ready. Oh, it's an exhibit on Norse runes. Well. And Headmistress Taliba just like stares at you for far too long. 
Um, if if we don't find somebody who can help us do it within the next couple days, he might not come back. And then and and then we won't be able to have the orgy. Like on top of him just Well, we can't have that, can we? I don't lose students here at the academy. That would be a bad look. Yes. Okay. Would you know who can help us? I don't. But you may find some information in the collection in the library. I will make sure to tell Ladder that you, Miss Lily Bat, shall be allowed into the back rooms. Yes, you'll have to do this kind of thing. It's kind of a, a filthy place. So much. I've been trying to get back there. I didn't know that you just let me. What? You've been sneaking around my library? I thought about it. I thought about it. I'll have to have a word with Lada. Thunder shambles up. Uh, what about the rest of us? We need to get in there too. Yes, yes. I'm to Lada. He'll let you all in. Ah, thanks. Well, anything else? If not, get out of my classroom. Yes, I have things to research. Our last. Can I all shamble out? <laughs> okay. Everyone's going to take a little hot minute by themselves in their dorm rooms. And then we will meet back up. Let's go to do, do, do. student lounge. Okay, is everyone here? Oh, it's, it's me that's not here. You all are. <laughs> Ishtal, definitely not here. Once we're all in there. Uh, so, there's a lot of, between the Norse and the Egyptian thing, do you think she had something to do with it? She was flirting with the students. You really think so? I didn't think about it that way. I, wow. The vibes are so off, I didn't even pick up on Well, yes, you were getting the wooden boy very, um, wet. <laughs> All that, very nice, very yeah. nice. Yeah, you know. I saw him loosen up, maybe a little soft wood in there. Yeah, I'm a little disappointed that Wade was able to catch his in the vial. Nice to see him a little out of control. I know, I know that would have been mean. very nice to see. What you mean? Mm, that hair, that mm, body. That's Finn's. That's Sarah leans in and says, Yeah, well, I don't know about you all, but I've been inside Wade, so. <laughs> no way! Oh, wow. You know, he likes the hydrangea just as much as anybody else. I'm right? oh, yeah. all of that. Oh. It's pretty wild in there. Good for you. Yeah, you're good for me. Yeah. I can't leave this place, but I can, <laughs> uh, you know, make a friend or two, you know what I mean? Have you ever possessed anyone that got a, you know, a squirt of the money shot plant? A squirt of what? A squirt of what now? You know, the, the plant that the headmaster has. The Emerus plant. 
have yeah, a yeah. The nerd knows. Let me tell you, I'm very interested. I think I might still have some left. Oh, hold on. Kind of like turn inside out and back out again and impossible geometries and uh, and then maybe just a little drop. Ooh, a, how very non-Euclidean of you, Kimmy. Be careful with that stuff. It's very potent. It made me change and hump a mailbox. <laughs> mailbox, you say? <laughs> Did you turn to a man where you went off? Is that, is that slick? <laughs> yeah, yeah, which mailbox? The one on campus on the way to the dorms. <laughs> Alright. Can't say I haven't thought about it. I can see it from my window, you know? Sarah moves forward towards Kimmy and is like, Bly has to be with it. The, uh, the piece containing the droplet extends out into a hand and a finger drops down to drip it onto, uh, onto her. She tries, but it drops right through her body. God damn. Uh, well, next time one of y'all get a squirt, come in here. Nothing. Nothing. I don't know. What if What if we, like, aerosol it? Should that work? Hornier? I don't know. I mean, I'm feeling pretty crazy already. I'm <laughs> up in here, you know? <laughs> mm. Yeah. So tell me what happened, you know? What's going on? Did you find out anything else? Is he dead? Is he alive? What's going on? Oh, oh, yeah. Did, did, did we get the things? We have access to the restricted section now, so we can hopefully learn more, but we don't actually know anything yet. We learn more is a strong it. word. Do you know the kind of books that are in the restricted section? No, but I can imagine. Oh my god, I kind of want to go there right now. Wow, yeah, I've never been to the restricted section. I mean, I've never been to the library either, but... Are you confined to just this area? I can go around this building, you know. There's a, you know, a little, uh, you know, a cross and a little spot for me downstairs. And then, uh, upstairs, I can get into your bedroom sometimes if I'm feeling really active. Noted. <laughs> Do you ask her again if she wants to come? I caught myself this time. Yeah, yeah, well, come back and tell me all about it, all right? Miss you, Benda. Miss you too, babe. Oh, you're so cute. She goes over and gives you a little ghost Eskimo kiss. A little... <laughs> okay, so are we headed back to the library? Hell yeah. Okay. Like, happy skipping right over to the restricted section. Ladder comes up and scoots in front of you like, squick, 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 squick. The mistress said I could, and my friends too, please. Ladder kind of pulls out a little piece of parchment and it like shoots out onto the top step and kind of looks like it's reading through. And it gives you a little squick, squick, and then gets out of your way.
Okay, do you all head back towards the restricted section? Hell yeah. Absolutely. Yep. I'm not missing this. So, the group of you moves back towards the restricted section. And you can see the ladder is not going to stop you. But as you move to enter, there are red lasers zapping across in like a sort of crisscross pattern. And it looks like something that you could maybe squeak through, but it would be difficult to sort of jump through it. Hmm. If only one of us could easily change our shapes to manipulate through it. Hmm. <laughs> Who do we know that can do th Oh, it's me! Jazzworth, <laughs> you're so slick. All right, here I go. Okay, Kimmy, you take a look at the lasers, and there are a few across the bottom that are going to be very difficult for you to get over. And um, you take a little, maybe a pen out of your slime self and throw it across, and it goes through one of the lasers and zoop, zapped in half. Okay, okay. Uh, I'm, not feeling, I'm not feeling great about that, but, um, you know, as long as it doesn't burn me up, maybe I can reattach haven't really infiltrated a laser grid before. You want to roll me a flight, or anybody who wants to sort of check around this area can roll me a flight. Yeah, I was going to say, are there any, like, gaps I could, like, maybe, put, like, rip off a hand and put it through? Yes, absolutely. You see maybe about halfway through the little laser maze, there is a button on the wall. And um, Lily with the 34, you also notice a little beep noise. And you follow the noise, and sort of around the side of the hallway in the non-restricted section, there is a computer that looks like maybe it controls the lasers. Absolutely sit down at the computer and see if there's something already open, and hopefully I don't need a password. Okay, give me a flight roll. Let's see how you do hacking into this computer system. 18. Okay, okay. So you sit down and you type and you type and you type and you see like the, I don't know, 90s hacker screen, green little things coming down the screen. And you're like, doo, 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 doo. I think I can get in, but it might take me some time. What are the rest I'm of you doing while people Lily is there? Sorry, what? Uh, I fucked up my words. Um, are people close enough that I can still tell them that I think I can get it? Okay. Yeah, you're just around the corner, just sat at the computer screen typing. People can hear the like click, 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 click of your nails. Bender, you saw that button about halfway through. Do you let anybody know? Uh, yes. And with that low roll, did I not get through the, uh, lasers? You rolled an eight. Unfortunately, you, like, pop off your hand and sort of push it forward a little bit, but sizzle, sizzle, it touches the tip of your finger and uh, you pull back. The smell of sort of Burning flesh is not your usual rotting, decaying flesh. It's a little alarming. Ah! Cauterized me. So you have to maybe replace that hand. Hey, yeah, you, do, do you got a hand guy? 
You, you, you're my hand guy. <laughs> <laughs> Just looking at his uh, like stitch marks, trying to like recognize is that part of me in there? <laughs> Chasworth, where do you get your spare body parts? Do you hunt for them or do you kind of pick up dead cast offs? Uh, I think Chazer hunts for him. He kind of like finds humans, he like, you know, checks them out, seeing which parts he likes, and then, you know, harvests them. <laughs> Shops around. Discerning customer. I like it. <laughs> okay, Lily. The screen is sort of like flashing green and green and green and red and red and red. And suddenly, there's the spot. You press the enter key. Choo, 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 choo. The lasers all power down one at a time. I don't know how long y'all got, but... <laughs> okay. Do you through the lasers. Yep, run through the lasers. Try to run around. Okay, Lily, you try to run around. You can't find another entrance into the restricted section. It looks like this labyrinth of a library only has the one entrance into this area. Do you go in? Yeah. Okay, so you all move towards the back of the library. And you can see the type of books that are kept here are kind of at a different level. Instead of, I don't know... Um, fairy tales and like other sort of less potent magical books. You see books on uh, how to create a lich, tomes on how to uh, properly plumb your area for reanimation, um, some more like complicated magical text. This isn't your 101, this is like a 501 class here. You move towards the uh, boxes in the back. Some of them have some Norse runic stuff on them. And all the way in the back, you can see a glass case with inside of it uh, a little sort of artifact. You can't tell what it is from back here, but it's clearly very dangerous and kept inside of this glass case. What's the artifact? Do we recognize it? You move a little closer and you think you see a tiny hammer, but the rest of the boxes um, that are full of all of the artifacts sort of animate and move in front of it so that they're uh, blocking your vision of the little tiny hammer in the glass box. Uh, I think the rest of the stuff doesn't want us to get at the hammer. Mm. One of the boxes sort of shifts and tilts, and you can hear something inside rattling around. Kind of like tentatively reach a hand towards the box and open it and look in. The box creaks open, and you see in the front of it a giant statue of a Norse god. It's like making eye contact with you. Hi, little buddy. The statue doesn't move. Are you a gargoyle too? Okay. The box moves a little bit closer towards you. 
You guys seeing this? Does it like you? What's happening? Do I One of the boxes the next to it sort of moves closer, closer, closer. Do you recognize the god? Roll flight for me. See if you do. You're not very familiar with North Norse mythology. You're not sure. Hey, any of you nerds recognize this? Anyone who wants can roll flight to try and recognize it. Okay, I would say Lily and Chasworth. You recognize this as the king of the Norse gods. This is Thor himself, a giant sort of lumbering image of him looking strong and buff and scary. And the one that moved up next to you, next to it is another box that hasn't been opened yet, but it's less tall than it is wide. You're not sure what would be such a long piece of statuary. So, yeah, well, that one's Thor. Let's see what's in this box and then go open the other one. Okay, Chasworth, you crack it open and it is Loki in the top and the bottom is half horse. Hmm. I take it out and hold it up to show everybody. Start looking around it. Well, so the statue is about seven feet tall. You can't pull it out of the box, but you crack the front open so that you all can see the front of it. Hey, Kimmy, do you know any more about that hammer and, like, Thor and all that? You can absolutely know what you know about Norse mythology. Well, that's convenient because I know nothing about Norse mythology, so... <laughs> You know, really easy to roleplay this. Uh, no, I, you know, I've got, I've got the shape down. I'm uh, pretty sure I've got the dimensions. You know, I've got uh, length, uh, width, girth. I am very familiar with girth. Loki is fully equipped as a horse. It's about but, to say, like, I'm pretty sure Loki, like, turns into some things and bones some people as a horse. Yeah, totally. Yeah. He so apparently I'm, I'm missing out. Yeah. He basically turns into a horse, impregnates another horse, and then they have like an eight-legged horse named Schlepnir. That's like the story. Yup. Yeah. I love Loki. <laughs> Loki a freak. Good for, <laughs> them. Good for them. My god. So proud. Uh, well, so I, I don't know how much this helps, but I, I did hear about a story one time about uh, a horse... Eight-legged horse. I, I, don't, I don't. I don't. I don't. I suddenly don't feel like that's. It's very relevant. Yeah, this one's only got five legs. <laughs> oh, I see, I see what you did there. <laughs> Two gelatinous thumbs. Point at you. See the statue move a little closer to you. So oh no! Oh no! Okay, I'm gonna. I'm take the shape of the the hammer. You take the shape of the hammer. I'm taking the shape of the hammer. Statue arm of Thor moves up and reaches towards you, Kimmy, and sort of imposingly moves to grab you. I, I panicked, but this seems to be working. I'm going to roll with it. <laughs> Can I go for the hammer while she's distracting Thor? Absolutely. Loki, the horse statue, moves to confront you. Uh, I'm going to 
go up to the Loki statue. I'm going to pour on some of the amorous lust. Oh, okay. Oh, oh no, no, this is about to get really weird. <laughs> <laughs> the horse statue rears up on all fours, and you see its fifth leg ready and raring to go. <laughs> and this horse, like, hops down off of its platform and moves towards you, Chasworth. All right, I'm going to keep its attention and, like, you know, gyrate around a little bit and try and lead it away from the hammer. Okay, give me a flirt roll for that. I gotta say, this is not how I expected this to go down. You're doing great, <laughs> you're, doing it, you're doing great. You're doing your natural. You have this horse's full attention. Oh, God. <laughs> Where'd you learn to move your hips like that? <laughs> I'm just going to keep the attention and try and lead it uh, to me and away from the hammer. Okay, you're leading <laughs> it on a little sexy dance through the restricted section. Bender, <laughs> what are you up to in the meantime? I want to keep going for that hammer, just horrified. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, Chasmus hips don't lie over here. Bender, how are you going to get it out of this glass box? What is the plan? Oof. Um, are there any hinges or... You move towards it, and your cold, dead flesh doesn't sense any seams, anything around the glass on the outside. I'm gonna try to just lift the panel and, like, hope I can lift it. Okay. Like the glass. Give me a fight roll for that. Okay. You and your undead strength just absolutely lift this uh, glass case and you are holding it with all of your strength. You feel a little tendon ligament snap in your arm, but you can't grab it. You have to hold this with both hands. It's very heavy. So come in. Okay, Lily, what are you up to? Seeing Dender struggle and just trying to like leap forward and grab it fast. Okay, the second you lay your hand on the little metal uh, hammer, all of the statues stop moving. And you grab it, you pull it out from underneath, bender, you drop the glass, and it shatters everywhere. Maybe fucked up. But and I, I think it. on that note, we're gonna end tonight. It's been two hours of weird horny mischief and i love the way you solved everything y'all you have found the first of two artifacts that you need to open the portal back to the underworld and save lord grimalt so next time we'll have to find the second one that was awesome yeah that was so much fun. this is great <laughs> you flirted with that horse wow absolutely nailed it <laughs> wow yeah that was a clutch roll you did amazing that was wow yeah it's tanking we all did 101 great. aggro tanking 101 oh my god Tezro said let me solo her okay does everyone want to go around and say who you are and where people can find you my name's Jane Judge and I've been your illustrious uh, dungeon monster today and uh, you can google me and find me Uh, Bender, you want to go next? Sure. I am Girlbot Div. I'm currently streaming on the Suede Vegas chat. Um, follow, follow Suede Vegas, and yeah, Google me. 
Cool. I did forget to mention that we are live also on the Suede Vegas, twitch.tv slash Suede Vegas. Make sure to follow them. We do like game nights and fundraisers and fun stuff over there. And Suede Vegas is just a really cool cause. Uh, we give out micro grants and harm reduction to sex workers in need. And uh, if you got some extra bucks, throw them Suede's way. Um, Violet, you want to go next? I am Violet October. I am also on the internet as X Zero. I'm on Twitch at Happy Lil Strawberry, and I'm going to be online tomorrow playing Ocarina of Time. Nice. <laughs> awesome. Cassie. I'm Cassie Cummings. You can search my name, and I'll come up in a lot of different locations. But my uh, Twitter handle is at Cass Cummings Triple X, and that's where I spend a lot of my time, unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> you can also find me at Cassie Cummings Fans if that's a little easier for you. Dominique. I am Dominique Delirium. You can find me on Twitter at Dom underscore Delirium, or you can go to my website, DominiqueDelirium.com, and find all of my links to all of my sites. Cool. Ricky X. I'm Ricky XXX Rails um, on Twitter. Um, you can just Google me. Okay, cool. Is there <laughs> anything else that we should announce before next time? Better see y'all back with a friend. Awesome. <laughs> we'll be back here in two weeks. I did not look up the date. <laughs> the date of that is January 31st. So we'll be back here at 7 p.m. Pacific to do some more horny monster business. Great way to end out the first month. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. Thanks for playing, y'all. I'll see you monsters and ghouls later. Good night. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all.